Welcome builders from Lakeland, Florida. This is the Build Your Success Leadership Podcast with your host, Brian Brogen. We're going to empower and equip you to build yourself and then build others. Now, let's build up with your host, Brian Brogen. Hello, builders. We would love to welcome you to this episode of the Build Your Success Podcast. Hey, if you're new to the show, welcome aboard. It's great to have you. If you're returning visitor, we appreciate you coming back and, and listening to the podcast. Here, we like to build you so you can build others. Hopefully, you're working on building a company, building a team, building a business. Whatever you're working on or towards, we want to be part of that journey with you. We help you through our special training, coaching, and speaking, and then also through our special guest on the podcast. I'm, I'm excited today. We've got a special guest. It's Pradeep Sangha. Pradeep is a husband and father to two young kids. He grew up in an orchard and is a farm boy at heart. He still runs the business to this day as it brings peace to his life. He's been leading people since he was 16 years old. He grew up with a great father, but he also suffered from alcoholism. He learned how to examine people's behavior and their motivations before the age of 10, so he developed these skills to help men live more fulfilling lives early. So he's learned a lot of lessons and, you know, seems like those lessons always come hard, don't they, Pradeep? Yeah, they definitely do. And I think at that time, you wonder why you're, why you're getting those lessons. But, you know, a few years later, you realize that it's to, to make you stronger. Yeah, we had a previous guest. He talked about using it as fuel in your tank and not junk in your trunk. So I enjoyed <laughs> that, that guest. That was pretty cool. And just realize that, you know, everybody goes through things and, and how we look at them is really you know, how it changes our life, whether you use it for fuel or whether you use it for foul, it's, it's going to be uh, how, you, how your mindset is and the way you, you apply things in life. So that, that's good. Well, I want to start this podcast off as we do with all podcasts. We want to ask you, what does leadership and being a leader mean to Pradeep Sangha? Yeah, this is going to be interesting because uh, we'll, we'll see if I'm on point with what we what we had submitted. But for leadership for me, I think, is really having a vision in mind. And so thinking of where you want to be and then bringing a group of people with you because there's a leader by himself or herself is, is not a leader by definition. But it's really having a vision, having a goal and bringing on people. But more importantly, it is two things. One is achieving what you're out to achieve. Because there's, you can set a goal, but if you're not going to achieve it, then what's the point? I, I personally don't consider that leadership, or you could say strong leadership. The second is to make sure that everybody on the team wins. Because this isn't just a one-person show. This is about everybody getting what they're looking to get out of this. And this applies to organizations, whether that's the business world or athletic organizations, or even families, for example. Leadership means that everybody gets to benefit from their efforts. And so that simply put, it really, for me, that is the, uh, that's the definition. Yeah, that is wonderful. And that is very similar to what you wrote. So that, that's good. But there's a few things here that I want to point out that you did right here. You know, helping others achieve their personal aspirations and dreams. You said a little bit about that, yeah. but, but how do you, how do you as a leader do that for others? How do you help them achieve these goals and aspirations? Well, there's, there's, uh, there's two things there. First of all, bringing people on your team that are aligned with your vision. So their goals and aspirations need to have some kind of alignment with yours. Because if they don't, then it's going to be tougher for you to help them fulfill them, fulfill their own aspirations. So whether it's, again, a family situation, a, a athletic organization, a business, it really is to bring on people that are the right fit. 
that their personal goals match the company goals, for example, or your goals as a leader. And then getting to know what their goal actually is and keeping that at the forefront. I think this is really important because just throughout my um, corporate career and my business career, for example, that's one of the things that I'm most adamant about. One of the first things I ask is, where do you want to go? Asking them what they want out of this. So anytime anybody or, um, wants to be part of an organization, we want to make sure that we fulfill their goals and aspirations as well, because we know that if they're feeling fulfilled, if they are moving towards their goal, their personal goal, they will perform better in the organization. And so we, we see a lot of people that uh, leaders, and this is one of the things that we take a look at when we work with people, is we take a look at the leadership style first, because that will determine everything else that's happening within the organization. And so a lot of leaders will feel, you can say, there's a, a sense of fear. It, what happens if we develop these people and they become super successful and amazing and have the skill and they leave our organization? You know, if, you, if you're thinking like this, you're going to have subpar people on your team because one of the things that ends up happening for a lot of organizations is their human capital doesn't increase or improve at the same level that their, their other assets increase. For example, technology, right? Or their physical locations, whatever that might be. So other assets in their business are growing, but their human capital is staying the same. And a big reason why it stays the same is because... Uh, the organization or the leader is not looking at where those people want to be and their personal goals. Yeah, that is so true. And I love the fact you talked about organizations, businesses, family, and teams, because all of those are made up of human beings. Mm -hmm. And you, and you said human capital and, and training these people to be better. And you know, you, you've heard that old saying, you know, do we, do we uh, train them so they leave or we don't train them and they stay. Mm -hmm. And so both of those have, have a, have a negative connotation. It's, it's, you got to be willing to grow and grow with others and, and allow them to grow. I mean, that's just part of it. And as, as that, as you alluded to, man, as, as systems grow and processes are increased and things are updated by the same token, our, our employees and our team members need to have training and, and be made better. And, you know, we're constantly as, as businesses investing in equipment, investing in technology, man, we need invest in the, the people that are performing those functions and, and taking care of those responsibilities. That's great. You know, one of the things you said in your application about this is ultimately it's about getting results because without results, there's no point. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we, we live in a society today where people think results aren't required. It's just a fact people, you know, they think that it's just about having fun. It's about, you know, being friendly and singing Kumbaya but you know what? We have to have results. People want things in life. People, you know, if you, you select something on Amazon and it doesn't show up in a few days, you're going to be disappointed. Mm -hmm. And and those things take result. Those things take someone committed to making things happen. So I love this part of it. I want you to unpack that for our listeners about getting results and how important that is. Well, first, it's about being clear about what results you're looking for. And I've, I've, I have personal experience with this a lot because we partner with a lot of organizations, just the way our business is structured uh, from an employee versus a strategic partner perspective. And you need to ha know what you want. You need to know what you want out of yourself. You need to know what you want out of, of your team members, your employees, and the people that you partner with and having those clear expectations. Like if I take a look at goals, for example, because I, I use a lot of neuroscience, that's part of my background, is our brain is a goal-driven organ. And we need to have goals for our brain to actually function effectively. Our brain does two particular things. It is constantly predicting things and it's constantly problem solving. 
And it won't do that effectively if it doesn't have a goal, if there's no end result that it's trying to go for. And so this works at an individual level. This works at an organizational level. Goals are super important and holding ourselves and the people on our teams accountable for those are extremely important. I have no problem paying someone for results. I have a big challenge a lot of the times paying people hourly when the results aren't there. So I'm more than happy to pay people more when I see results. Like I'm like, I, I don't care about this hourly rate. Show me results. I'll pay you more than what your hourly rate is. But I want to see results. And I think this is a big challenge. Like you say, in marketing, digital marketing right now is a big one. Uh, it, there's a lot of people out there saying, hey, look, you know what? You pay us X amount every month and we'll go out there and we'll advertise. We'll build your systems. We'll build your sales funnels whatever. Okay, that is great. Well, tell me what you're going to guarantee in terms of results. Well, there's no guarantee in the digital marketing world. You know, it all depends on that's great. Then let's move over to a model where you can guarantee me results and I'll actually pay you more. How about that? Well, we don't like that because, you know, that's not the way our business is structured. Well, that's telling me that you're not goal oriented, that you're not results oriented. I think it's really important. And I'm not saying that everything needs to be on you know, contract basis or commission basis, that there shouldn't be a salary base. What I'm saying, though, is there needs to be a strong, um, you can say, focus on results, because that's ultimately what we are here to do in organizations is get results. The organizations that get better results more frequently, they're the ones that succeed. 100%. And, you know, you you talked about something there, and it's talking about that beginning with the end in mind from that great book. But, but when you have a relationship with advertisers, let's use that as an example because that's what you started with and these people that are promoting you and, and marketing for you. There's got to be goals and results. It, it, it's got to be there's something we are I'm paying you to do, and it can't be this ambiguous pie in the sky. It's It's, hey, I am offering you my money, which I've exchanged my time for. And I want you to give me something for that. And, and it can't be just, well, we, we work really hard for you. <laughs> you know, that's not being busy is not being productive. And, yeah, and too exactly. often people just stay get so busy and, and busy work and they don't realize I'm not producing anything. I had a guest on recently and he talked about how in these COVID times where people are working from home, they've exchanged their commute to work for work. So they're working. So if you have a routine of, of getting up at six o'clock in the morning and you are starting your commute around seven, now you start work around seven instead of starting your commute. However, they are less productive in the, in the longer hours. So they're given an hour more of work every day and getting less results. So definitely yep. need to be paying attention to what, what your inputs are and what's coming out as a result of that. And then adjust. If it's not working, try something else. Yeah, there's a there's new studies that have come out because they're actually tracking this more and more. But the, the one of the latest ones that's actually prominent out there is that they've shown that the 55 someone working 70 hours worth is, uh, versus 55 hours is no more productive. So that tells you something as an entrepreneur, as an executive manager, whatever your role is, that extra time that you're putting in is not getting the results. And mainly because there's a threshold, there's a productivity level, right? Your energy drops, your your mind only has a certain level of capacity. Our brain consumes 20 to 25% of our, our daily energy. That's a lot of energy, right? And when our brain is tapped out, it's time to say, okay, you know what, let the brain rest so I can catch up the next time. Yeah, that's so true. I just finished the book, uh, Burnout the Breakthrough by Eileen McDar, and that was a great book about like just paying attention. 
And, and as you alluded to, I read a study probably 20 years ago about how when you work overtime, the 70 hours, as you're alluding to, if, if you do that multiple weeks, it just decreases even worse. So mm -hmm. like you said, you get 70 for 55. That's the first week. And then mm -hmm. the next week, it even decreases from there till you get a 30% productivity rate when you're working 70 hours after three weeks. It's it's just a mute point at that point. You should yeah. get some, some new employees if you need more work and to be done you know, involve other people to help you. You don't have to work 70 hours a week to make it happen. Exactly. We hope you're enjoying today's podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Build Consulting Services. Are you ready to reduce workplace conflict, reduce employee turnover, and increase your productivity? If you're ready to put Brian to work for your company, give him a call at 863-800-9658 or email him at brianb at buildcs.net. Now, back to today's episode. So one of the other things you have here in your application we want to talk about is having true fulfillment comes from making better decisions. I know in life, man, the, the decisions you make have huge consequences. Sometimes people don't even realize one small decision they made changed the course of their life. So let's talk around this, Pradeep. Sure. Yeah. It, life and business is just a series of two things. It's a series of decisions and it's a, a series of actions. That's all it is. And we're doing this daily. We're making decisions, countless decisions on a daily basis. But here's the reality. A lot of us are doing an autopilot. We don't even re realize it, right? 50%, up to 50% of our day is what we call on um, automaticity, which is basically just autopilot. Our brain has developed these patterns and systems of doing things and getting things done that we've, we've always done it that way. But that's not always the best way. And a lot of times we do things that are not in alignment with our goals. So our, our decisions when we make a decision that is aligned with our goal, we will be more fulfilled in life. When we make decisions, whether that's consciously or unconsciously, that are not aligned with our goals, we will feel less fulfilled in life. And that's ultimately what it is about. It's There's no right or wrong decision. There, I don't like to look at life that way because what might be right for me may be wrong for you. Like that's just what it, what it comes down to is whether that decision is aligned or not aligned with where you want to go in life. And that is the most important thing. We will all make bad decisions. But if you make better de decisions more often that are aligned with your goal, you're going to get to your destination a little bit faster and probably be with a little bit less headache um, and stress because I think all of us have felt this where we've done something, we've gone a certain distance and then we've made a decision that wasn't aligned with our goal and it's taken us back, right? We want to reduce those decisions and, and we could do that by keeping our goal in mind. Yeah. I love that. And having that, that end in mind, but also having milestones along the way to know you're on track so that something doesn't come and take you off track. Or if it does, you have a, a, a put some inputs in to, to bring you back on course. I think that that's really important. So while those choices are so important, I'm glad you glad you reinforced that. Hey, let's talk about your latest book, uh, The Complete Man. Tell us a little bit about the book. Yeah, it's uh, it was just released at the end of uh, 2020. So December 2020. And I, I took the year to write the book because it was a perfect time. We were going into COVID. 
Um, our business was actually booming. It was a record year for us in 2020. And I, I told my team, I said, I'm going to take, I'm going to take this year off you guys do what you need to do. And I'm going to write this book. Uh, and I wrote the book for two reasons, because I wanted to write it anyways. And it was just in the works, but this was a perfect time because I saw a lot of men struggling and there's a lot of women struggling too, but our focus, our niche is working specifically with male executives, entrepreneurs, business owners, professionals. And I saw a lot of guys struggling because we as men tie a lot of our identity to what we do from a work perspective or our business. Um, uh, women do to a certain degree, but men do a lot larger uh, to a larger degree. So I saw men struggling in 2020, like no tomorrow. Obviously, people lost their jobs. People lost their businesses overnight. Like it was just a mess. So this book is really a synthesis, you can say, of all aspects of a man's life and how to live a complete life focused around three fundamental principles, because this is what we want out of life as men. We want to perform our, at our best, right? And then we also want to achieve because there's no point in performing if we're not actually achieving, if there's no goal and if we don't reach that goal. But the most important element there is actually to be fulfilled. And that's the third part. So there's three frameworks in the in the book, which is a performance, the achievement, and the fulfillment framework, because a lot of guys will bounce between performance and achievement, but they never feel fulfilled in life. That is a tough spot to be in. Those are the guys that, you know, CEOs making a ton of money, entrepreneurs making a ton of money, but they're just not fulfilled. They got all the money. They got the bells and whistles, big houses, fancy cars, but life still doesn't feel good or they feel like they're missing something because fulfillment is one of the most important things in life. And so this book really breaks down the different area of, areas of a man's life from business to personal life, to marriage, to our purpose, to fatherhood. Um, and also it's very practical because it's, I, I didn't make it scientific, but it's all backed by science and science um, and practical systems. And in each chapter, there's, you can say um, action items. That's what it's all about. It's, it's not just about reading and gaining knowledge. It's about doing something. So you actually progress in life. Pretty, I, I enjoy the thought of that book. Sounds like a great book. You know, thinking back to where we talked about working that overtime and getting stressed out with that set. Let's talk about the 70 hours. You know, I was guilty in, in early career of working way too many hours. And you you think you're making these sacrifices to, to do better for your family. <laughs> and then, but yet you're sacrificing your family. And, and, you know, they want to know where, why is dad not at the dinner table? You know, why is, why is dad not at the ball game? Why, why is dad not with us? You know, those type of things. So I just see where people need to recognize, you know, we've heard about work-life balance. I heard it recently work-life harmony is probably a better word uh, because it's never going to be balanced. But just thinking about the fulfillment, you know, money is not going to fulfill you. Possessions are not going to fulfill you. That they, they don't look in your casket and say, man, he had a beautiful house. He had a fancy car. <laughs> you know, that's just not the way things go. Yeah. And, and so we need to be very conscientious about creating relationships. And I think you said it earlier about the, the companies, the, the family, the team, the organization. If you're working with a not-for-profit, those relationships and what you can do to help others is extremely fulfilling. And if you can make some money and use that money towards that, those fulfilling, you're helping others, then it's then it's very rewarding. But the, the, the money only and the possessions only, that, that's going to be a pretty lonely place, man. Yeah, there's nothing to say that you shouldn't have that. There's nothing to say you can't have that all. And I think that's the whole premise of the book is that you can. That's why we call it the complete man. 
is you can have it all. There is there's this misconception out there that it's it's either money or your family. You can have both, um, and you can do it successfully. There's just a system and a method to do it, and most people don't have that. They're just they're honestly trying to do it through experience. And yeah, you can have a lifetime worth of experience and still not achieve what you want to achieve. So why not use a, a system that works? And it does. it's not something that's cookie cutter. You have to apply it to your own personal situation. But that's the best way to learn is find out what other people have done and apply that to your own life. Yeah. And like you said, that cookie cutter thing, you know, you see these people that are very successful, but that the way they did it may not work for you. Mm-hmm. Like you said, find out things that align with your goals and with your ambitions and, and with the way you want to be successful. You know, that this is the Build Your Success podcast. Success is defined completely different for everyone. And that's what you got to sit down. And, and as you alluded to, just, just sit down and start with what you want. Well, how do you, what do you, how do you see success? Define that for yourself. And then you can have an end goal and start working towards that. Now you'd never reach it. So that's because, because success is one of those things that just keeps moving forward and you move forward with it. You talked about training employees and how you have to grow employees. It's the same thing with yourself. You got to grow yourself. And so that, that's just one. And challenge yourself. I think that's the other thing where, you know, with these results to see, hey, I've, I've achieved this. Now what's next? What can I improve upon? What can I do better with? Yeah, absolutely. I couldn't have said it better. Well, we're at that place, man, where it's time to bring this podcast to a wrap. I'm going to bring up your website. So for the listeners, uh, this on the YouTube site, you'll be able to see this. But on the podcast, if you will, tell them what your website address is and other social media platforms you're on. Sure. So you can reach out to me pretty much on any social media channel. My handle is typically Pradeep Sangha. So my name, uh, you can go to my website, which is Pradeepsangha.com. You, if you'd also like to listen to the book or get the book, if you like a physical copy, you can go to completemanbook.com. If you like audio, you can go to completemanaudio.com. And use a promo code VICTORY75, all one word, so VICTORY and then the number 75, and you'll actually get 75% off the audiobook. That is wonderful. So, guests, we will have, or our listeners, we will have that in the show notes. So, you'll have his website, the spelling of his name, and this code for the coupon to get uh, the, the percentage off. So, hey, we appreciate your time today, Pradeep. We thank all of our listeners for listening to the podcast today. I want to remind you, we do have an upcoming in-person workshop, so we're going to have social distancing in place. It's here in Lakeland, Florida. You can go to our events page, buildcs.net, and find out about the Hear and Be Heard interactive communication workshop. We're really going to be diving into active listening and how to be a better listener and then support others through that. So hope you can find time to go over there and check that out. Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Remember to build yourself and then build others. Want to learn how to build yourself and build your team? Visit www.buildcs.net and learn about Brian's programs, special offers, and more. Build yourself and then build others.